Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now that State of Origin is done and dusted, New South Wales winning that series 2-1. I hope you took that tip that we gave you for a number of weeks on our advertisement there. We always were going to take 2-1 with Sportsbet. Uh, that one paid dividends, so hopefully you listen to us on that one. Moving on, though, now to the NRL competition. And, you know, with only a couple of weeks left until finals kick off, realistically, we're in, well, we're kicking off around 18 this week. That means there's seven weeks left, so just about two months until we start finals footy and the most interesting thing here is that the, the what's going on in New South Wales right now it doesn't seem to be getting any better anytime soon we've already seen the guys have gone into a bubble for four weeks now you could see the potential of that being extended of course the new, the NRL they might not want to take the risk of bringing them back down to Sydney and it potentially screwing up the entire competition I think there's a really good chance that these guys are staying in the NRL bubble up in Queensland for a lot longer than what they're anticipating at the moment um, and that comes with a heap of challenges now last year uh, we saw two teams, the New Zealand Warriors and the Melbourne Storm. They obviously went into a bubble up there on the Sunshine Coast, I believe. Uh, I know the Melbourne Storm are on the Sunshine Coast anyway. And I was listening to Cameron Smith talk the other day to uh, Denham Kemp about the challenges that come with that. And the more Cameron Smith talked about it, the more it sort of made sense to me. I mean, you imagine you're living in a hotel uh, as opposed to being at home. And there's a lot of things that can easily just sort of creep into you and become a little bit lazy. I mean, you have someone that comes and cleans your room every day. There's a little bit of that self-maintenance and that sort of self-discipline that could potentially go out of the window. Um, you got, uh, you're got you available to room service whenever you want. So all of a sudden, diet, you know, that becomes a real test for a lot of guys, especially guys that are in teams that, you know, they might not be going too well or guys that are injured and are spending a lot of time just sort of sitting around. All of a sudden, that temptation grows. The buffet you got to walk past every morning. The Like, there's so much extra food that can really challenge a lot of these guys. And the fuck, I know it would challenge me. And it sounds, you know, I know they're all professional athletes, but... I mean, they're all just little additional challenges that they wouldn't usually have to face. These guys are also getting pulled out of their routine. I know there's a lot of players that, you know, they play Sunday afternoon. They know which cafe they're going to go to. They know what they're going to have. They know what they're going to have at 11 p.m. They know what they're going to have at 1 p.m. before they kick off at 3 o'clock. They know what music they're going to listen to. They know what they get. Like, they know everything. They know the routine, everything they're going to do. And that's thrown into disarray a little bit and that will affect guys and it'll put guys on edge and different guys will handle it in different ways and I also think the other big test will be just being around each other this much now you saw the way that the Melbourne Storm handled it last year and they just made it look easy you know they really did they just made it look easy uh, you know they, they had ping pong competitions there was jokes going around they had Craig Bellamy getting around wearing a headgear he was the goose of the week for, for a while courtesy of Cooper Johns and the Melbourne Storm handled it unbelievably and I remember about two or three weeks or it's two weeks ago when the Melbourne Storm went back down to Brisbane uh, went back down to Melbourne sorry into a bubble and I spoke to Branko that afternoon I sort of said oh you know what's the feel how did you find out he's like oh it's all happened really quickly blah 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 he said oh I'm just at the airport now but fuck it's got that feel to it again it's got that feel that we're all getting back together we're all going to be back in the bubble and you can tell that the Melbourne Storm really enjoyed it and I mean 
anything's really enjoyable when you're winning games and you go on to win a premiership. And I guess my big point here is that, you know, the Melbourne Storm are the team that I've tipped the entire season to win this competition. I've said from day one, they'll go back to back. I tipped them to win the competition last year. They went into this bubble. I look at the Penrith Panthers. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to move away from homes. They didn't have to live in a hotel. They didn't have to do all these things. They got to sleep in their own bed. And I think that stuff matters. Now, all of a sudden in this competition, every single team, has been moved up from Sydney. So that's 12 teams that they haven't done this before. Yes, they've quarantined last year and they lived in the bubble, but that was at home. They went home to their own bed every day. They got to order from their cafe every day. They had their wives, their brothers, their sisters, whatever it might be, able to go and get their cafe, their meal that they like to have. A little bit of a distraction, no doubt about it. But I think coming home, being able to sleep in your own bed, going to training, spending three or four hours with the boys coming home and having time away for them, that's massive. That sort of goes out the window now. These guys, they're going to be living with each other 24-7. I mean, any of these guys that have issues with other players, it's going to get sorted out over the next few weeks. You're going to be living side by side with these guys. Any little irrits that you have with guys, it's going to start to take a toll. And I think at the moment, the, the, the two teams that did it last year, of course, the Melbourne Storm, they handled it unbelievably. They went on to win a premiership. It was unreal. They enjoyed every minute of the experience. They've obviously got guys like Munster, like Brandon Smith, like Christian Welsh, uh, like Cooper Johns, these sort of guys, like Josh Adokar, these are real locker room guys, and these guys are key to footy teams. I think it's something that is really undervalued in rugby league, locker room guys, yeah? They matter, and I think right now, locker room guys, they're going to pay for themselves now. They are going to absolutely pay for themselves during the next four weeks. Those guys in your team that can really lift the spirit of a team at any moment, no matter what's going on, no matter how poorly you're going, they can make the boys laugh. They can bring them together. There's going to be a lot of tough times over the last four weeks. I mean, you have a look around the league. The amount of pictures that I've seen players upload saying goodbye to their kids that are weeks, months. Most of them, the vast majority of them, maximum two or three years old. I mean, they're saying goodbye to them for four weeks. I mean, you can imagine the impact that have that has on their wives, the families, everything. Like, some of these guys are leaving three and four kids behind to their wife. Now, any, anyone that's in a relationship understands the sort of stress that can cause on someone. You, you're going to carry that with you into this camp where you're going to be surrounded by, let's be honest here, some blokes in the same boat, other blokes that are blasé and having the time of their life and enjoying it and probably not realising the bigger picture of the situation. And if things aren't going well on the field... I mean, this can all escalate in these camps really quickly. I, I I guarantee you over the next four weeks, there's going to be a couple of teams that are going to completely capitulate through the midst of this. The Dragons is going to be an interesting team. I look at the Dragons and I go, you know what? This is a team that getting away from Sydney, getting away from everything, they're obviously a tight-knit bunch. Getting away from everything, this might be good for the Dragons, to be honest. This might be perfect time. And I reckon a few of the Dragons boys would be going, thank fuck, let's get out of here. Let's get away from media. Let's get away from it all. Let's get into this hotel. Let's bunker down ourselves. Time with the boys. Let's enjoy it. We enjoy each other's company. Let's get away from everything else. There'll be other teams that I think they'll get up there and there will be guys that get on other people's nerves. There's younger heads. There's older heads. There's obviously now guys that are coming into this squad that a lot of older guys wouldn't have spent much time with. It's going to create different cliques. It's going to, different guys are going to start influencing other guys. It's just the reality of this situation. It's like when you used to go on school camp, things change. Yeah, the social structures and whatnot, they change and guys end up in little groups. Guys sort of separate. There's going to be little tiffs here and there. It's going to be heated. Everyone's in a really tough situation. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Guys are going to be missing their family. Guys are going to have their family at home with shit going wrong. And then there's going to be things that guys are complaining about whilst they're on this camp that they're just going to look at them and go, you've got no fucking idea what I'm going through. 
there is going to be a lot of tension that comes through this. And I think that the narrative we saw from the Warriors and the Melbourne Storm, they handled it unbelievably well, including the New Zealand Warriors. We obviously saw that a number of guys in their camp just went, it's too hard, I can't do it, I've got to go. I've got to go home. And, you know, that's completely fair enough. I wouldn't dare hold that against anybody. But it's going to be very interesting how other teams handle it. Very, very interesting because now, last year as the New Zealand Warriors, guys went home and was like, fuck, you know what, mate, I, I get it. It's a tough situation. No one else is doing this. I mean, those guys now, is it going to create a bit of controversy in the teams because everyone else is doing it? I mean, will it start to bring up the idea of, oh, well, that team's doing it, that team's doing it, these other 10 teams are doing it? I mean, we're all here together. Why are you leaving? Why are you complaining? Why are you moping around? There's going to be a lot of tests throughout this this four weeks. And, you know, coaches are still going to have to have hard conversations that then the players are going to be surrounded by the other players 24-7. They're not going to have their time to get away. They're going to be in the same hallways as that coach they're going to be in the same pool they like there's just it is just a smaller community now and if things are going well it's going to be great it's going to be unreal i'm looking forward to seeing how the penrith panthers handle it for example obviously they're going to be missing their two halves for about three or four more weeks two or three more weeks realistically um i mean if they don't go too well in those two or three weeks Interesting to see how the Panthers handle it. I personally think they'll be okay. They've got a lot of locker room guys that are massive. You're talking Jerome Luai. You're talking Brian Toto, Viliami, Kikau. They all seem to love him. Mitch Kenny, he's another one that looks like a cracking locker room guy. And I think these guys are going to be really, really crucial over the next few weeks. And I have no doubt the Melbourne Storm, they'll be sitting there going, fucking beauty. This is our backyard. This is what we do. We, we know how to handle this and we know how to win premierships. We know how to keep ourselves to the level that we need to. Maintenance, the looking after yourself, the people coming to clean your room every day, the walking past the buffet, all these little things that are going to play a role throughout the two weeks where guys can become a little bit too comfortable, enjoy the party a little bit too much, you know, stay up a little bit later with your mates, playing PlayStation, whatever it might be, show up to training a little bit more tired. The Melbourne Storm, they know how to stay disciplined. They know how to keep themselves a little bit sidetracked. They know the things that they can do off the field that other players are going to buy into. A lot of these other teams, they're, they're going to have to throw shit against the wall and see what sticks. And it might not be effective. It might not work. You might upset a couple of people. You might drain a few people out in the first few weeks. But there's going to be a lot of things they're going to have to work out. Your training schedules are going to change. Your sleep schedules are going to change. There's a lot of change that goes into this. There's going to be a heap of change. There's going to be a lot of emotional change for a lot of these teams as well. And for me, I'm looking at the Melbourne Storm and I'm looking at them going, you know what, all these other teams have got all these challenges for the next four weeks. Could be eight weeks. It could be 12 weeks for all we know. Like, this could be anything. And I look at the Melbourne Storm and I go, you know what, they've already overcome all of this stuff. They know what to do. They know how to handle it. They know that they've got so many locker room guys. They've got Brandon Smith. They've got the Fox. They've got Munster. They've got all these guys that they absolutely love, that enjoy the moment, that enjoy the spotlight, that enjoy making the other blokes happy. They've got guys that have got four-point collectibles. They've got Kenny Bromwich, uh, Jerome Hughes, these guys that have got other side interests that they can take themselves away from footy still. A lot of these other teams don't have that. A lot of these other teams don't. I'll, I look at the Newcastle Knights and like KP and um, Connor Watson, um, they're going to go up there. They're going to take all their podcast gear. That's going to be a little outlet for them. Yes, they'll be doing it together, but it's something non-footy related. That's going to be something else they can do each and every week. And a lot of these guys aren't going to have that. It's going to be footy 24-7 without your family to sort of break it up. And it's going to have an effect on a lot of teams. I think it's very interesting how this is all going to play out. I think for the Melbourne Storm, this is another huge advantage. Even if it only goes to four weeks, I mean... 
four weeks. You imagine if you had to go four weeks with one of your local teams that you played in or something, the guys, you're not going to love everyone, let's be honest here. It might look on the outside everyone's best mates. They're not. It's the same as every other workplace. There'd be guys that wouldn't get on together. There'd be guys that wouldn't want to spend too much time together. There'd be guys that can't stand the other fellas. They'll play footy with them. They'll put up with them, but they probably can't stand them. There's guys that would be a lot older that are dealing with family issues and everything going on. Then they're going to be paired up with these teenagers who they're not going to give a fuck. They're not going to give a flying fuck, and they're not even going to think about how it's affecting other guys. They'll know about it, but they won't really think about it day to day. There'll be little things they might complain about at the hotel that you know are going to get on other guys' nerves, and all this stuff is going to build up over the next few weeks. I I, I cannot wait to see how this all plays out, but my big point of this all is big advantage to the Melbourne Storm. There is no doubt about it. It is a huge advantage to the Melbourne Storm. They know how to do this. They know how their coach is going to handle it. They know how the staff are going to handle it. They know that the locker room guys are going to step up. They're going to make this a fun few weeks, and they know that what they do works. They know that the way that they handle this situation led them to a premiership before. They know how to do it. They've climbed the mountain before. You've got 12 other teams who are sitting at the bottom of the mountain going, this is going to be a huge pain in the ass. I miss my family. What the fuck is going on? How are we going to play good football throughout this? Melbourne Storm sitting on the top of the mountain going, we've already done it. Yeah, We've been here. We've done it. We've won a trophy here. This is good memories for us. This is great vibes. I reckon every other team is sitting there going, I don't want to go. The Melbourne Storm are going, beauty, here we go. Premiership season. This is us. We've been here before. We've done it. We're going to do it again. I think this is fantastic for the Melbourne Storm. I think it gives them a big advantage moving forward. When you consider last year, it was a big disadvantage compared to all the other teams. They they still went on to win the Premiership. Very, very interesting times for the NRL. And personally, I think this stuff, it definitely matters.